Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Counseling on Demand. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. So we're uh, really coming up on the new year here. And of course, uh, you're going to hear a podcast. You're going to hear all kinds of people talking, right, about uh, New Year's resolutions. And uh, those are, uh, you know, there's people that take New Year's resolutions pretty seriously. Oftentimes, they're the same ones that take uh, resolutions uh, more seriously throughout the year. Anyways, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, you know, how to construct them in a way that where they're more likely to uh, take place in terms of re- being realistic, so on and so forth. And then we're going to talk about some of the barriers that uh, tend to come into play uh, as we go through the year. We reflect back and we might feel like we're a failure on a resolution, but we didn't account for barriers. So we'll talk about barriers as well. So let's go ahead and get started on this idea of kind of construction, if you will, of a resolution. So the idea, first of all, is what is the purpose of my resolution? You know, it's it's interesting because I would say this time of year when we make resolutions, a big part of it is the purpose is we're we're not making it necessarily for ourselves, but we're doing it because... We're supposed to, and you guys know how I feel about that word, right? The idea is why are you setting this new resolution? Because it's the new year, and and that's the purpose, right? The purpose of uh, this time of year is to reevaluate so on and so forth. Well, guess what? I tell you what, a week or two weeks into January, the, you've already fulfilled that purpose of reevaluating yourself, and so you've already accomplished that goal, which is my purpose is to accomplish looking at resolutions. So you create a resolution, the mind says, hey, we've already succeeded. Now, that sounds maybe cynical, but the reality is, uh, if your purpose, you know, designing, if you will, its resolution, we'll talk about it in terms of how it has to be guided by a principle or value, okay? If it's guided by, this is what I'm supposed to do this time of year, you've already accomplished what you were supposed to do this time of year, whether you complete it or not. Now, that might not be a thought that you have, especially kind of in the prefrontal, but the idea is in, in the midbrain, the subconscious, it's a great thought to have that we're not necessarily aware of because we like to accomplish things and we don't like to feel the burden of things. We don't like to get into something full gear to not succeed. And so the mind kind of finds the easy way. It kind of finds the path of least resistance because guess what? After all, you, me, everybody at the office, what are we going to say in two weeks? Everybody's going to say, or most everybody's going to say, yeah, and we talk about, you know what? I never keep my New Year's resolutions, so on and so forth. So you've resolved to create a resolution because you're supposed to. You've actually accomplished that resolution, but it's based on 
a, a value or principle that doesn't fit, doesn't give it the fuel that you need. So you want to keep in mind what is the purpose of this above and beyond um, what's going on this time of year. Another thing you want to keep in mind is what I want to do is it's something that's repeatable. Sometimes you might hear stories, um, you know, in uh, the ER and so forth, we'd see a lot of what we call weekend warriors. Uh, weekend warriors are the ones that are going to start running. And so on the weekend, they run three miles, are so proud of themselves. And the idea is, is it repeatable? Um, if it was me running three miles, it would not be repeatable because I'd be dead right? You just don't have that energy and it's just not realistic. So this thing that I'm trying to accomplish, this resolution, is it something that I'm willing to get up every day or whatever that goal is and repeat? Is it realistic? Now, we have a tendency to be very super optimistic and we'll talk about about that in a minute. And that super optimism tends to make us feel like it makes you feel like through the super optimism, it makes you feel like um, that you can accomplish this and this goal or whatever it is. And of course, it's repeatable, right? Because it feels good for it. That super optimism says, I like the way it feels to be able to say I'm going to accomplish that. And that feeling right there, that's the reason that it's going to be repeatable. Why? Because I'm on this high. I've got the energy. Well, guess what? Something that's repeatable has to be driven by more than the inspiration or the energy you have or feel in that moment. And so what we're talking about is setting resolutions that are that are realistic and you're more likely to uphold so you don't feel the letdown. You don't record it as disappointment down the road. The other thing in terms of uh, another kind of a piece of framework here is achievable. Is this achievable? And if it is achievable, what have I really achieved? And that's where we get into purpose. Okay, so super optimism says, of course, it's achievable. When we look at something with super optimism, a goal, okay, we see it as achievable, but we're not accounting to all the different factors that we'll talk about in a minute, all the different things that can get in the way of that goal. And in the end, what happens is we take that personally and we say, okay, I'm not very good at New Year's resolutions. No, you, you could be good at New Year's resolutions, but are you good at developing them? Are they problematic before they even start? So one of the things you want to really ask yourself as you look at uh, any goal, but this time you're specifically, okay, is it achievable? Is it achievable for real or is it achievable because it feels good to say it's achievable? And what is achievable? So the question I ask is, when I get to this place of achievable, how will I know that I'm there? What will it look like? So as you describe yourself, okay, I will be in a triathlon. Is it achievable? What will it look like? And you identify what that looks like. How will I know? Okay, if I know what it looks like, then I can take a look at it and say, okay, is that within the realm of possibilities? And then what do I need to do to construct that? Okay, versus, of course, it's it's uh, achievable. Now, purpose is this other uh, leg of this thing. So we have, we have, is it repeatable? Is it achievable? Keeping in mind, super optimism tends to kind of uh, uh, give us a, a little jolt of energy up front and, and we overinvest and we don't think about all the other variables that come into it. And another one is purpose. And uh, that's where we say, uh, this is a saying I, I'd like to um, have you take a look at. And that is, and listen to the way I say this, what is it that I'm going to accomplish? 
Okay, we're not going to say that I'm trying. Um, a good example of this, and I use this in my office a lot, is I'll have somebody say, I'm really trying to overcome this addiction. So I'll tell them, okay, here's my keys. Try to take away my keys. So they they work really hard to take away my keys, right? And I And then I let them take the keys. What's the point? I say to them, okay, you know what? You took the keys. You didn't try to take the keys. So now try to take the keys. So they pull on them. And they let go because if they hold on to them, they'll accomplish it, right? Okay, so we're going to accomplish versus try. Any of us can try. That's why week one or two, we can say, well, I tried. Okay, so the idea is what is it that I am going to accomplish? Okay, the idea, it's a mindset thing. that We're not leaving ourselves a back door, a, a back way out. We're saying, okay, based upon repeatable, achievable, based on what we'll talk about in just a minute in terms of uh, principles and values, okay, I can create that vision, like I said with achievable, create that vision that I'm going to accomplish. I'm not going to let trying interfere with that. It's a natural flaw. So, again, imagine yourself trying to drive a car. You can't leave the driveway because if you leave the driveway, you are driving the car. So you have to stay in the driveway if you're trying. Okay, so that's a built-in mechanism for us to to kind of almost have this almost this security that hey we can say that I tried and the idea is are you start, is that your goal is the purpose to say you tried then you already accomplished it okay so another thing before we take a break here is another thing uh, in terms of a leg to stand on here is to consider what value or principle is driving this thing. Okay, it's kind of like the why. So it's achievable, this, that, and the other. But what's the value? Is is the value to impress somebody else? That's kind of a a sketchy value because what if they're not impressed, right? The idea is I want to accomplish in a repeatable way. I want to achieve impressing my spouse or, or my son or my coworker, okay? Well, what happens to attaining that goal if the purpose the the desire is to get that feedback that uh, that they approve of you, and then so you get their approval, whatever that is. What have you really accomplished? And really, you've actually accomplished that. You don't your approval of yourself isn't enough, anyways. It kind of backfires. Okay, so why am I looking at this thing that is repeatable, achievable? What's my purpose? What is it? What what am I trying to accomplish here? And based on what principle. So some that it might be hard work. You know what? I value hard work. And this is something that will definitely take hard work. I'm somebody that really likes persistence. Just uh, it's, uh, you know, I kind of grind things out whether I should or not. I just am determined maybe, maybe uh, in kind of a dumb way. But the idea is why am I going to aim for that? Like my business, for example. Why am I going to aim for that with my business? Is it repeatable? Is it achievable? Yeah. But you know what? What is that value or principle? First of all, I value helping people, right? And that's a generic term. But also, you know what? I value the battle. I've, I am determined. And you know what? For some reason in my life, things can be very tough. I find myself being determined and, and kind of pushing through things anyways. So I'm going to choose then what I'm going to push through. So this New Year's resolution, okay, I'm going to say if I already value persistence, then I'm going to choose what I'm going to be persistent at. And this is what's going to look like. This is how it's achievable. And this is how I can repeat that every day. Other things that you might keep in mind is, is this goal uh, related to service? 
Is it related to overcoming something? There's a lot of people that put challenges in their life because they really like that feeling of overcoming something. Okay, so that's that might be the value that they have, the value of improving. Notice that these are internal types of rewards versus external for you know the purposes of impressing a boss or those types of things that are really out of your control. So those are some ideas on the framework. Again, is this repeatable? Is it achievable? What's the purpose? What is it that I want to be able to say at the end of this? What is it going to look like? When I'm there, what will it look like? How will I be able to present that this is exactly what I wanted it to be? That gives us a framework to work with in terms of developing that and then really moving away from I'm going to try to do this to I am. Again, if you're going to try to do something like back a car out, you can't back it out because that's completing it. So that's that's one way to look at it. And then write down a list of values in, in terms of what value or principle can I apply here that's going to drive and push me um, on those days that it's hard where it's maybe I'm not sure if it's achievable and so forth. Why am I doing this? That's the, the idea of the value or principle. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the barriers that we tend to look over or um, not see in front of us uh, that get in the way of us really getting to the accomplishment of that goal. to Counseling on Demand. I'm your host, Fred Riley. Today we're talking about, uh, we got the new year coming right around the corner. We're talking about resolutions and uh, we're talking about, uh, so far we're talking about kind of the structure. What are some of the legs? What are some of the, uh, you know, the, the uh, two by fours, the construction piece, right? That those pieces we need to have in place to increase the likelihood of us accomplishing those goals. And we've talked about, you know, these natural, these inherent um, flaws that don't really allow us to even get close to those goals. For example, we talked about super optimism. We talked about using the word trying. You've already succeeded by trying. Therefore, you don't you don't need to move forward with that goal. And then also this idea that my the purpose is to set this goal because this is the time of year where I'm supposed to do that. And so those goals are already accomplished, although we feel like we feel like we're defining it as like to become more fit. But the true purpose was I'm going to become more fit so I can achieve my goal of saying that I have a new resolution. The brain says, guess what? You've accomplished your resolution. So why are you here at the club? Why are you here um, eating your diet like this, that, and the other if, uh, if it's not achievable, if it's not repeatable, if there's no purpose behind it or the wrong purpose behind it? So what gets in the way? We're going to move on to that now. What are barriers that get in the way of accomplishment? And uh, one of those, obviously, that going back to super optimism, with super optimism, super optimism is a blinder, okay? Super optimism narrows our scope and brings it very forward, and we start to kind of ignore um, all the other factors that we need to keep in mind. We call that optimistic, right? When you set a goal, people want to hear that you're really into it. They want to hear that energy behind it, and you want to hear the energy behind it too because the idea is, okay, my energy behind it is one way that I'm going to get there. So that energy behind it 
we're 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 kind of using that as a crutch, if you will, as a way of saying you betcha, convincing ourselves and other people that we know we can do it, we know it's achievable, so on and so forth, and and it's kind of labeled as optimism or believing yourself or so forth, but the idea is that it's really super optimistic. The idea is we don't we haven't put enough thought into it yet to be authentically optimistic. And and so we are we're making decisions without all the information. So super optimism, okay, we want to get down again and say, okay, what are some of those barriers so that we can be optimistic rather than overinflated and and um kind of uneducated as to what we need to do. So here's some very common barriers that I see and some of them are general and you'll see that they kind of play uh, into your own experience in very specific ways. So one is doubt, okay? Doubt is huge. Those of you that have listened to my podcast, have listened to or come into my office, doubt and fear. Let's talk about those at the same time. You know, we set up all of these things. We want to we want to uh, go after this goal, this resolution. And one of the big barriers is our doubt or our fear takes us in the past and says, what's the last time? Do you remember your last resolution? And how far did you get with it? You didn't accomplish it. So fear and doubt, those thought processes say, so we're setting a goal to do something new so that we don't do it and we can feel bad again. Okay, that's the way the mind works. The mind says, okay, by comparison, not staying present. So doubt and fear by comparison keep us in the past and they kind of deflate us. They say, okay, we're really good at making resolutions. But we're kind of held to the past where we get deflated because the idea is, okay, why, if, is it really achievable? Is it, re, is it repeatable? Fear and doubt, they serve as barriers and they say, you know what, even those times where you were optimistic, where you saw this, you outlined it like we're talking about today, look what happened. That's your own enemy. Now, you might have other people that doubt you as well, or they might fear what would happen, like that you might get disappointed in yourself because they don't believe in your goal or they don't feel like it could be accomplished. So fear and doubt, whether it's within or from somebody outside of you, that can really interfere. So as you're thinking about your your goal, as you're thinking about going from trying to doing and is it repeatable? Is it, uh, what's the purpose? And is it achievable? Keep in mind, okay, am I accounting for the doubts and the fears that I have? You have to address those doubts and fears. And, and the idea, right, is to stay present. You know what? I don't know in the past. Um, this is how it was. But in the present, okay, that doubt and fear doesn't serve me at all. And uh, don't have no time for it today. But I've, I learned a lot from this athlete. He's a uh, on the PGA, and he talks a lot about how his ability to achieve his goals is directly re- related to his ability to drop the failures of the past goals that he didn't reach. And I witnessed him go from a terrible shot to the most amazing shot I've ever seen out on the golf course, and that's how the conversation got started. Okay, so that new goal, we have to keep it present and not account for the past. The past really honestly doesn't have that influence unless we let it, okay? Um so uh, resources, another thing that happens is, you know, especially as we get kind of older and our purpose is to be fit or what have you, um, we get so excited, we, we reach that super optimistic level, but we stop and we say, do we have the resources? Now, again, we have a tendency to take kind of the path of, of least resistance. And so you get two or three weeks into this goal that's achievable, so on and so forth. And lo and behold, darn it. 
I can't do it because I don't have the resources. It becomes a back door. It becomes a way to kind of get away from that. It takes it from to that place where you can say, I tried it. Remember, I can anybody can say they tried it. If I don't have the resources, rather than saying I should have thought of that, it's more bummer I don't have the resources. What do I mean by that? Maybe financial resources, maybe time, so on and so forth. So if you consider resources up front as you're looking at is it repeatable, is it achievable, Okay, you're getting rid of one of those back doors, one of those barriers by saying, okay, what resources will be required in order to do this? And a lot of times we don't think of that. Um, we don't think about life changes, and that's a tough one. You know, a lot of times we, we set goals and they're based upon right, uh, our abilities um, at work or physically or whatever in the present. And the idea is that we're not mindful of life changes. And that's okay. We don't want to be pessimistic and say, okay, but what if I get hit by a car or that type of thing? But as you're setting up these these uh, goals, the idea is, okay, are there life changes that uh, I need to say, okay, this is not trying. I'm going to do everything I can, barring these life changes. And you don't have to label them, but we have to say, okay, you know what, maybe one way to look at it is um, the only thing that can stop me from reaching these achievable goals is some life changes that I can't account for, okay? And then that gives us a little bit more of a realistic um, perspective. The next one is is something we don't think about a lot. When you talk about goals, right, we're talking about uh, resolutions, we're talking about personal goals. And so our mindset is very focused on the personal. And so as we look at achievable, so on and so forth, we look at our values, okay, it really looks like, hey, this is definitely achievable. But what we don't realize is that there's a support system that's involved. So let's say your goal, and this is a big one, right? There's always someone that says they're going to bike across the country or run across the country for charity. And they can do it. They know the value behind it. It's a repeatable thing every day. It's rock solid. But they hit this big speed bump when it comes to uh, support system. Not to say the support system takes away, but the idea is, okay, how am I going to do that as a father? How am I going to do that as uh, as somebody in, in uh, terms of working on my marriage and so on and so forth? So the idea feels good. It's accomplished. You can accomplish it, but there's going to be a support system required. And so really, as part of looking at the the extent to which your goal is achievable, you want to see how it impacts your resource, or sorry, your support system, if you will, and they need to be a part of that too. The idea is asking your husband, your spouse, your boss, whoever, hey, this is the kind of support that I would need. I'll need every Saturday morning to get ready for this triathlon, okay? We need to sketch that out so that that doesn't come down uh, the pipeline and backfire or those that support us. Um, they, you know, they're not uh, frustrated with us because we're choosing ourselves over them, that type of thing. And then also, and this is kind of rare, but the idea is one thing that we have to watch for too, is if we don't keep that goal, is it necessarily because we failed it? You know what? I think that sometimes what happens is we have to consider that might, over time, that value that we just, that we uh, chose we might find that that value shifts a little bit. So the idea is, okay, let's say that uh, we value hard work. As you go through that goal, that resolution, you might find that the way you went about that goal, does it does it really support this value of hard work? Yeah, but you're paying a price for it. The idea is, okay, the, I, the value of hard work is coming at such a cost that it really doesn't make sense to make this goal. So 
what we do is we might say, okay, that's a failed goal. But the idea is that sometimes in retrospect, we look back and we say, okay, the value of service, for example, I still value service, but this, going back to super optimism, this is a, this is service above and beyond, and, and I just can't maintain it. So that's another barrier to watch for. So I think the biggest barrier, before we wrap up, is realism. I think that we need to be really mindful that it's fun to be optimistic. It's great to see that thing down the road. Everybody likes that energy. They like to see that we can achieve goals that we're fired up. Some of them want us to achieve that goal, like of not being annoying or whatever it might be, right? But the idea is, you know what? Is it real? Are we being real with ourselves? And you know what? Is it okay if we don't achieve that goal? What is our inspiration? Be real with yourself. That's back to that super optimism. If you're not real with yourself, then not only will you not accomplish the goal, but my concern is the takeaway is that it becomes your reality that you've failed or you're not good enough. And then going back to fear and doubt, you've now fed into this idea that I can't achieve other goals. So this is a this is just a little bit of a framework and some barriers this time of year to think about as you're setting goals. Um, purpose, reality, all those different types of things. I hope that uh, those of you that you do set your goals, take the time to do it and achieve those goals. Um, Don't try to achieve them. Do it. Set this up in a way where you can accomplish it. I've got some goals uh, business-wise and so forth, even podcast-wise, that that, uh, I am setting forth to accomplish, and I'm going to set it forth in a way where I'm not trying. I have to shift it over to I'm going to accomplish this How does that take place? So I hope you all have a good new year and that uh, you're able to get the support systems and so forth in place to start achieving those goals. I am Fred Riley. You can find me online at gettingbacktolife.com. You can also find me on Instagram at uh, Riley Counseling. That's Riley Counseling on Instagram.